All right, welcome. Hi, I'm Leonard O'Neill, and this is The Way. How are you guys doing today? Namaste. Okay, today we're going to talk about the secret. Do you guys remember what that was? Back in the 90s, I think? Somewhere back there in the 90s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, early 2000s, somewhere around there, they had the, the book, The Secret, and they turned it into videos, right? It was called The Secret, The Secret. At that time, I've said this before, but I'm going to say it here now, when, when that happened and they started talking about The Secret, it was on television, my little brother looked at me and said, bro, that's the stuff our father's been teaching us our whole life until the day he died which was in 1986. I said, I know, right? And he said, we already know all this. And I said, yeah, well, you know, it's only common sense if everyone has it. It's only common if everyone has it, okay? 99% of the population don't even understand what I'm talking about now. That's why we're going to talk about the secret today, okay? So they called it the secret. I'm not making any money off of that. I just called it the way. That's why I call it that now, okay? So... Our society has more negative things bombarding you every day than positive. <clears throat> There's a reason for that. The powers that should not be are doing that to you on purpose. When you turn on the news, 99% of the news is negative fear-mongering getting you to be in that mindset by driving that, the very tone of their voice and the way they speak is to instill fear into your heart, into your mind, into your very soul. If you pay attention to the way newscasters speak, that's the way it is. The only time they don't do that is when they're talking sports or when they're talking weather or when they're talking that one or two good, good friendly story. Cat was saved in the tree today by the fire department. Right? Otherwise, it's total fear they throw at you. Completely through the entire thing. Right? Wildfire broke out along Highway 60 this afternoon. 35 people died. 18 car pileup was because of it. And some people were trapped in their cars and burned to death. Up next, weather. Let's go over to the weather screen. Hey, how you guys doing? All right, great weather going on out here today, isn't it? A little hot, too bad for that fire business out there. But I'll tell you what, if you don't like the heat, take a look at what's going to happen over here on the weekend. Do you see the difference in the way I was speaking? You don't notice that, but that is almost identical. In fact, I think I was a little over-exaggerating the nicety. Okay? Look that stuff up. Pay attention to that. The secret is that you become aware that this negative energy, this negative thought process is being pushed on you, okay? Every science fiction movie says, you were a slave race created by an alien as slaves to mine gold because they're going to come here and say, I'm your alien god and I created you. In fact, I know of seven right now, seven different occasions of different people claiming to speak to aliens or channel those aliens through ESP. Those aliens have all claim to be our creator God. And each one of them claims to be a different alien race. Not to mention the ones in history like in the Mahabharata. Okay? Not to mention even that. 
So, and in the Bible. So, you need to understand that anybody who would claim that, anyone who would say, I mean, they're, they're a lie. There is only one true God, okay? And that creator of the universe created us, not as a slave. We're a part of that creator, okay? So this is the positiveness that you need to replace the negative. So the secret is to realize that all of your memory from the time you were born, I was born in the generation where they pulled you out, held you upside down, drained the water off of you, and then smacked you in the butt to get you to cry. That's how they got us to breathe. Well, he's breathing now. Because we just got beat, our ass beat. So the first thing that happens is we're tore from our mother's womb. The nice hot jacuzzi is, is emptied. We drain out through her coochie, yanked up in the air before they even cut the umbilical cord. They haven't even, they're about to cut our lunch, take it off well, slap us in the ass, wave us around, get us to gurgle the shit out of our lungs, start crying, snip off our food, throw us at some chick who's catching us in a, in a, a towel, and then she's going to go and wipe her, all of our entire body down like we needed a bath right now. Okay, and take us from away from our mom for an hour or two. That's how the negativity started in our world. Okay? Then you're told no, 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 don't do that, stop that, no, no, no. Your parents, it's not their fault. That's what they were taught. Instead of going over and getting you and playing with you and occupying you so that you didn't do those things, no, no, don't do that, put that down, no, what are you doing, no, no, you can't do that, don't touch that, don't do this. They don't tell you what you can do. Here, play with this. Here, come with me. Play with me. Play with me. Ha, ha, ha. I'll spend time with you so that you don't get bored and start getting into shit. Nope. They don't have enough time in the day for that. Okay? So more negative. No, no, no. Can't, can't, can't. Don't, don't, don't. Stop, stop, stop. Right? So then you're like, well, what can I do? Go and play. What does that mean? Go and play. I don't know. Go find something to do. That's what I was doing when you got mad at me. Do you understand? But kids don't think that way, so they don't say that because they're not adults yet. Well, that's what I was trying to do, find something to do. And you said no. So then I said, what, what can I do? I don't know. Go find something. That's what I was working on when you stopped me. Do you understand? So the negativity has constantly bombarded us from birth. And we're putting all that in there. Then if you have somebody who's abusive, you're an idiot. You're stupid. What are you reading them books for? We don't need no learning here. Never need no learning. Never did nothing for me. You sing like a cow when you have that uh, abusive family life. Guess what happens? Then when you go to school, in public school, man, God, God forbid if you go to a public school in this country. I don't know how it is outside the United States, but I'm assuming that humans are pretty much the same anywhere you go. Okay? From what I can gather, talking to people who grew up in, you know, in England, you know, the UK, Ireland, it's the same. People are pretty much the same. Everyone is shitty to everybody because we're in a shitty world that is being... Uh, forced on us. The shittiness of the world is being forced on us. There aren't any positive things, so we don't see the positive. We only see the negative. And that has weighed on us our entire lives. Okay? A wise woman, in fact, it was, uh, the first time I heard it was Marie Osmond's mother. She didn't tell me. She told Marie Osmond, and Marie Osmond told the story. Her mother said to her, we spend the second half of our lives trying to fix the damage they've done to us in the first half. Okay, so if you can figure this out before you're in the second half of your life and start doing this, things get better for you, okay? And it's not easy. It's hard. It's an everyday struggle. I want you to understand that. 
even though as a kid growing up, my father was teaching me these things, I'm still nowhere near perfect. I have to constantly, because of the ego that we have, okay? And everyone always says the ego versus the id. And I'd like for them to explain the id because they're, they're trying to explain it as two things that are not attached to you. Well, there's this thing that thinks by itself and it's the ego. So, oh, so it's not my fault. The ego is something that's not attached to me. Oh, okay, that's the little devil on my shoulder. All right, so that's a little angel that has nothing to do with me and it's disassociated and disattached. No, it is you. And then the id is your conscience, not consciousness, conscience. The wait, that's wrong. You know that's wrong. Don't do that. Okay? So you have, you have the negative and you have the positive, and that is what balances you by working, and each one, are, they're working together. They don't know it. They're opposing each other. Okay? But by opposing each other, it's the same dichotomy that goes on between light and dark, good and evil, here in this plane. Everything about this plane is about that. So you have the negativity constantly bombarding you from one side and the positivity constantly bombarding you from the other side. And you need to look down the center and say, which do I want to be? Who do I want to be? Positive or negative? Do you understand? Well, when you have more negative thrown at you your whole life, you tend to throw it at yourself. Right? Somebody says you're stupid your whole life. You're going to do something and you go, oh man, I am so stupid. You're going to say what they said because they said that to you. This is the secret. The secret is to understand that, all of that that I just said to you, and start weeding out that negative stuff. When you find yourself, you have to be very aware of what you're doing, even though you're getting yourself angry at yourself because you didn't do something right, because somebody used to do that to you, okay? In my house, if you spilt your milk, my father didn't get mad at you and beat you because you spilt your milk. You spilt the milk. Oh, 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 let's clean that up. Quick, get something. That happens. It happens. It's okay. Don't worry. Don't worry. That was the way my father was. Don't worry. It happens. It's not like I walked, you know, looked at my dad, looked at my milk and went and pushed it over, shoved it down. I was reaching for something. I hit the milk. Oh no, I'm going to get in trouble. Some kids are worse scared to death because their father's going to go, God damn it. Look what you did. Or their mother, God damn it. And then smack them, beat them. Because of a mistake, something that they couldn't, they were just excited to see mom or dad or, or both, wanted to tell a story, they're uh, overexcited because they've had a holiday, they've had too much sugar, who knows the, the, what's going on, okay? But it's always something like that. You're excited, you're moving too fast, the kid knocks things over, adults do the same thing. Should you get punched in the face for knocking over your drink as an adult? No, it was an accident, that's why it's called an accident, Okay? So those things we have to overcome. We have to learn to overcome those. My father had a father who was a drinker, and when he drank, um, well, it's, you know, we're Irish, everybody drinks, right? I mean, it's, it's a, see, that's one of those things. It's one of those things where people blanket the entire race and say, well, every Irishman drinks, of course. And, you know, every Spanish man drinks, of course. Well, every human drinks. Every family from every race drinks. Well, there wouldn't be liquor stores on every corner. You wouldn't be able to get booze and... and uh, and beer at a gas station, <laughs> okay? Every grocery store sells alcohol. Every gas station sells alcohol, all right? Everywhere you go, they sell alcohol. Every football, baseball, every stadium for any sporting event has food and alcohol. That's because everyone does drink it. So some people can't handle it. My grandfather was on my father's side, my, my father's father. Um, I never met him, but apparently he was the guy that would ins you know, insert alcohol into an asshole. 
You know, he, he should have wore that shirt. You know, instant asshole, just insert alcohol. As soon as he got drinking, it was, you know, the beating shall commence. So he was, he was not a good man when he was drinking. And he did that and he was negative and he beat people. And my father had to see that and say, I didn't want to be, I don't want to be like that. Now, unfortunately, my father still had a temper. And when he would get mad, he would, it was corporal punishment. But he wouldn't do that when he was drinking. He was the opposite. He wasn't like that all the time. It was just when you got him angry and then off came the belt and you got your belt butt whipped or, you know, he had a, a plastic paddle for a boat. He liked to paddle our butt with that. But it wasn't abusive. These days it would be considered because anytime you touch some child, it's abuse now. Any form of corporal punishment, it's automatically abuse, right? That, that went on in the 90s and the 2000s. And that's why we have spoiled children now because they had no, no direction. I'm not saying that I, you know, because I never, I hit my stepson once ever. He's 33, 34. I hit him once. One paddle on his butt. That was it. One time ever. Because there's other ways you can do it. My father was a master at that. He would sit you down and talk to you. What just happened? Why did that happen? And get you to think and explain your actions instead of, well, I don't know. Well, I don't know doesn't, doesn't really count here. You know you did it. So you were thinking something. Why don't you go in your room and think about why you did what you did and come back with an answer, right? Once you have an answer, even if it's using right now, if you have an answer of why you did it, well, I was playing and I wasn't thinking and, you know, and, I, and then I made a mistake. Okay, that's all you had to say. You made a mistake. It was a mistake. You didn't do it on purpose, right? You didn't plan it. So he would, you know, the only thing he had to watch for was me lying about it, right? Or my brother or my sister lying about it. No, no, I didn't do that on purpose. Yeah, get to go back out and play now, don't I? You know what I mean? So that he looked at that that way. So the secret is understanding that all of this has gone on to you and is happening. Counting your know, movies, books, radio, television, especially the media, every news agency, online. It's negative, 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 negative reinforcement. You need to see that and combat that by stopping it, not allowing the negative to bother you. Turn those things off that are negative. Stay away from them. Lower your, the, the amount of time that you're being exposed to negativity and drama. Look within yourself and find those negative things. What about you do you not like the most? Is it because you're too shy? Why are you shy? Is it because somebody, um, you know, said things to you that made you shy? Made you be shy? See, you need to look at that. And if you knock something over, do you go, God damn it, I'm such an idiot. Even if you don't say it out loud, do you think it? It's because someone else programmed that. So you need to get that programming of negativity out of your head and replace it with positiveness. Oops, uh-oh, that was a mistake. All right, let's clean it up. No problem. Oh, darn, I broke the glass. All right, let's sweep that up. No, no big deal. It just was an accident. That's what you need to do, and that's what you need to be, and that's what you need to portray to, to get rid of. It was like with prejudice, with, you know, with, with racial prejudice. The only way that you get past that is just, just stop doing it. Stop doing it. And then it goes away. To remind people every day that something bad happened 200, 300 years ago doesn't solve the problem. It creates a new problem. There is no one alive in the United States today that was directly involved in slavery. No one. Those people have all died and gone away. Okay? But some people would have you believe that now the entire society is set up in a racial way to keep one race down and make the other race powerful and wealthy. And I say, that's bullshit. 
because I know more white poverty and I've seen more white poverty in this nation than I've seen any other poverty. I don't care who you think you are. There are more white people than there are everyone else. And I have seen larger populations of poverty. Everyone has poverty. Have you gone to an Indian reservation lately? Go talk to them if you think you have it bad or you have had it bad in this country. I don't care what your race is. Except maybe the Asians, because they're just about as ignored as the Irish. Okay? But everybody has poverty. Everyone has had poverty. Everyone has had it bad. The rich and the elite are the only ones who have had it. Yes, and they're all white. No, they're not. No, they're not. A lot of them are. Because most of the white people run most of the world. So most of them are, but not all of them are. Who do you think runs Africa? Black people. Who do you think runs Asia? Asian people. That, those two continents alone, the Asian people, the Japanese and Chinese, not to mention the Mong Mongolians and other races, and the African races, make up the majority of the population of the planet. So, um, who's in charge here? How many white people? How many black people? How many Asian people are in charge? Do you understand? You're fooling yourself. You're being fooled by them into believing that it's us versus each other, and it's not. It's not. It's us versus them. It's the poor versus the rich and the elite. Just because I'm a poor white person doesn't mean that I think I'm better than you. It doesn't mean I have it better off in this country than you do, because I don't. Okay? Let me ask you this, and, I'll, and I've said this before, and I'll say it again. And anybody who's ever known me knows this to be true, especially the people who know me when I was a kid. We were so poor, we had to put duct tape on our shoes to keep them together because the bottoms were ripping off, or there was a hole in the bottom of my shoes. And I walked the hole through my socks because the bottom of my shoes had holes in them. That happened more often than not from the time I was like five years old until I started buying my own shoes by getting jobs when I was 14, 15 years old. Okay? You, you people in poverty today, have, did you have the same problem? Okay, we went without shoes as often as we could because we were trying to save our shoes for when we went out or when we went to school so people wouldn't think we were poor. So we got home and off came the socks and shoes. We ran them around barefoot. Okay? Our clothing had to be sewn back together and put patches over the holes that we tore in them. And the original ones were made by my grandmother. She made the pants that my brother and I wore and the dresses that my sisters wore. Made them for us. So we didn't have store-bought anything. Do you understand? That's how poor we were. We ate breakfast food for dinner because we couldn't afford a whole chicken. So we were eating oatmeal and we had bacon and eggs and, and pancakes for breakfast and for dinner. Oatmeal for dinner or malto meal or one of those things. They're not for dinner, for breakfast well, and dinner sometimes. And then pancakes for dinner. That's not a joke because it was cheap. It was all we could afford. We had the power being turned off every other month. We had the cable. We didn't have cable. We had rabbit ear antennas. We, had no, we didn't have cable. I don't think... I don't think we had cable until my mom and dad split up. So my entire life, we never had cable until I was 12 or 14 years old. And then we got cable. Okay? We never had cable before that. I don't even think that... No. We didn't have cable until the first time I bought cable myself. Because I remember we had rabbit ears when I was 18. So we're in, my entire life, people, I grew up, we didn't have a cable television. We had no cell phones. We didn't have pagers yet. Okay? 
He had a rotary dial telephone on the wall where he had to tick, 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 right? One of those big ones. We didn't have anything. You guys talk about poverty today? You guys have no idea what poverty was. And this is the way it was. This was normal. This is in a neighborhood full of white people. Okay? So I don't buy your, your racial crap. I don't. Oh, wait till they start hanging you. They, they hung us too. You don't want to look. You don't want to look at the way that the Italians and the English treated the Irish and the Scottish and the Norwegians and all the people from, from the north. You don't want to see how they treated us. They treated us worse than they treated you. They gave you homes. All you had to do was do a job. They wouldn't give us the job to do. We would have loved to have traded the Irish. No Irish need apply. No, no home, no food, no, no shelter, no job, nothing. We would trade all of that for a chain around our neck in a second. We had to join the military so that we got anything. And that's the way it worked, too. We didn't have any choice. You guys don't even, have, you guys don't even knew that. You guys got here, and you were a commodity that worked in the field. We were fodder for their wars. When the Irish got off a boat, and this is no joke, you can see this in the movie, Get Far and Away. Okay, when the Irish got off the boats, the, your women were taken from you, and they walked to the right of the dock and headed towards town, and the men were taken to the left. And guess where they were going? Right down the dockway, and they were measured and given uh, 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 uniforms, and they signed a paper, and they joined five years in the military. And if you survived five years fighting on the Indian plains, then you could become a citizen. Five years. Okay, so then they gave you food and water and rations because now you were killing people and getting shot at for five years. Most of you died. And they kept your women as slaves. Put them to work in houses for the rich people. That's what they did. Okay, so you guys out in the plantations, you guys were, were chained up and worked for the man and you didn't get nothing either. Okay, well, they weren't chained up, but they weren't given anything, not much. They had a place to eat and a place to stay. Paid a little teeny pittance. And they had to stay there five years in indentured servitude. They were slaves. Okay? So you, so you guys think that you were the only ones that were slaves in this country? You're not. And you're not the last ones to be freed either. And guess who freed you, by the way? The Irish and the Scottish and all the, the Norse people who joined the fucking military. They're the ones who freed you. People in the North freed you. Okay? It was us in their military that freed you to help you get free because we weren't just freeing you. We were freeing ourselves, Jack. You guys just don't want to know that part. It doesn't fit your narrative. Okay? That's the stuff that they've been preaching to you and to me for all the way back 200 years. More than that, do you not see? That's the secret. The secret is, look at all that negativity and what they've done to put us against each other. Okay? And how much time they've put into that. Do you understand everything that I just said to you? How much time did they put into not making sure you didn't get to know what happened to the other people because I'm white. So I automatically, I must be prejudiced and I must have a silver spoon because you were told by someone not proven, not shown. And if they do, they show you what they want. They handpick it. See, look, there's one, there's one, there's one. How many people do you really honestly know in your ghetto neighborhood that are white or Asian or native American? You know that you know some, they're just as poo butts as you are. Look around the nation. You'll find that to be a true thing. So now you guys are out there burning stuff down. Stop. Stop. You're doing their job for them again. You're separating us. They want civil unrest right now so they can put the National Guard in control. Leading up to an election. And they're going to have you guys all vote whether you like it or not. You're voting. And you're all going to be out there going, well, I didn't vote. Well, somebody under your name voted. 
voted for another Democrat to be in charge so that we can continue this mess. If the Democrats were in charge, you still wouldn't be unlocked. Look around and see which states, which cities, which counties are still on lockdown in some way. You're going to find out there's a D after the name of the person that's there, not an R. You're going to see that the places with an R, and I'm not trying to preach one religion over the other or one uh, uh, party over the other, but I'm telling you, there's a separation right now because there's a war going on for the control of everything that's going on because of this negativity. It needs to stop. So the first thing you need to do is understand that everything you think and do that's positive or negative is your choice, one, and it affects everyone. So if you want the world to burn, choose that because that's the world you're going to go to. Okay? That's the world that you're going to go to. Now's the time when you have to make a choice. Make the right choice. Learn the secret. The secret is you, don't ha you have a choice and you don't have to do that. You have a choice to say, I'm not a negative person. I'm not going to allow negativity to bother me anymore. I'm going to get this out. Throw off that yoke. Don't want it. Peace and freedom is not one through negativity. It's one through positivity. It's not one through war. It's one through peace. It's not one through rioting, looting, pillaging. It's one through defiance. Peaceful defiance. So stop and learn the secret and utilize it. Okay? All right. Ran a little long. Find myself doing that. Learn the secret. Fix yourself. Look within. Start re-enhancing those positive affirmations to yourself. I am somebody. I am worth something. I can do what I want to do. I can make anything happen. I am that good. Do you understand? All right. Peace. Have a good night.